definitely human. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for fifteen dollars a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile. com slash switch. Upfront payment of forty five dollars, equivalent to fifteen dollars per month, unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty p. Active Mint customers by five thirty one twenty four get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May thirty first, twenty twenty four. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the International Worldwide Global Biscuit Review Podcast, the podcast for the pre-hope generation. I'm David Price. And I'm David Knight. And this week, we're reviewing Nutella Biscuits. And as ever, we'll be scoring the biscuits on taste, texture and dunkability, and biscuitness. And obviously, we'll get into it in a minute, but I think it speaks volumes that the main thing you notice on the biscuit packet is Nutella. They're not fucking around. No. It's not like Nutty Bickies or something. Nutella biscuits. You're buying Nutella. Exactly. They just happen to be in biscuit form. Now, it is like one of those books where the author's name is bigger than the title yeah, of the book. Yeah, It's kind of imposing. Mm. This feels kind of challenging. Yes, because the packet itself... Are we just are we just going straight in? We're just going to go straight in and talk about the packet? I like this. We're I, kind of streamlined. No, because I... Yeah, let's well, just go. I mean, I think when I say it it's in, feels like imposing and kind of a challenge and a little bit... Um, confrontational Mm -hmm. i don't think it's just the biscuits to be honest right well that's all that's here apart from us well yeah um, because we always record in a room with nothing in it yeah it's like a set from 2001 space odyssey (laughs) or something that's right yeah except cleaner and whiter somehow it makes the biscuits the focal point and i think that's what we need to start doing more yeah i think it's it's kind of what you're wearing i'm finding quite imposing and okay mm, official very official very very undavid i'd say this outfit is why do you say that well you know what we had in recent weeks we've had the orange slash strawberry slash raspberry the raspberry you were like some kind of pantomime dame or something Macbeth, and then you were some kind of leather daddy crocodile dandy you know and i say if there's a kind of a common thread tying those together mm. it's having no kind of integrity um no kind of gravitas okay just being kind of cartoonish in a almost an embarrassing way this week's costume is definitely not that well that's because i'm not wearing a costume this week i have a little bit of a bone to pick with you because i specifically remember telling you not to wear a costume either i mean maybe you didn't get the memo but i thought it would be better for us and Mm. for the brand for the show Mm. if we wore uniforms instead of costumes Mm. 
right? So uh, so that's what I am doing. Yeah, I I got the memo, which was quite weird because people say, did you get the memo? And I never knew how memos were sent or received. Mm-hmm. So it was quite strange when a man in a suit turned mm-hmm. up with a memo. Didn't think that actually happened. So I did get the memo. Thank you for sending it. I You're hope welcome. it didn't cost too much because you haven't got a lot of money. Well, it seems like whatever it cost, it was in vain because you didn't... Well, I thought about it and I was going to, but I was like, well, hang on. I am wearing a uniform. I'm wearing the uniform of mm. God and the uniform of Christ. You're wearing the same saint outfit that you've been wearing every other yeah. month, except you now have a jester's hat on. Well, yeah, you know, because I also think I don't, I'm not sure I necessarily agree with you that this is the right way to go for the show in terms of being more streamlined, more brand focused, whatever that means. You know, okay. I think, I think you can find more truth through fun and playfulness and not taking things so seriously which is what you're doing exactly and the listeners can tell that judging from your tone that you're someone who doesn't take things seriously yeah from the tone of what i say and the things i say as well they should tell them you know i'm pretty laid back pretty pretty chill that guy laid back and chill fun silly frivolous well okay it seems like we're not quite on the same page on this yeah which is a shame but i think we can work through it because we're professionals right are you actually a person though no i'm not dressed up for this one i'm wearing a uniform so, so what, what are you then uniform man <laughs> i'm not uniform man i'm me i'm david right i'm your colleague david it's not a costume Damn. it's a uniform it's the clothes that i What's... wear for work which is what we are doing now okay. we are right. at work okay. we are in the office mm-hmm. we are reviewing a biscuit product as we do every month for our job at the International Worldwide Global Biscuit Review Podcast. Yeah. I just think maybe now is the time to start taking that a bit more seriously. I hear what you're saying. And yes, this is this is the job, despite what HMRC dispute. This is this is a real job. Mm-hmm. Feels like you're sucking the fun out of it. And what's this got to do in Nutella biscuits? It only seems like I'm sucking the fun out of it because we're sort of interrogating. Right. I wasn't going to mention that I was wearing the uniform. I was just okay. going to get into the biscuits and then we would have fun reviewing the biscuits. But you've sort of brought it out, you've drawn it out and you've kind of you've drawn attention to it. Yeah. And that's where we're kind of at an impasse, I think. Right, okay. But um but okay, if you want to if you want to make it uh, make it fun, that's that's fair enough. I, I I can see where you're coming from. Um perhaps then why don't you talk about your costume okay. and how fun it is yeah i think so i think it's probably a good idea uh try and set an example perhaps um so i mean you probably you probably already figured it out yeah you're some kind of saint jester kind of character yeah not a million miles away actually oh, okay. uh i'm saint simeon aka simeon the holy fool so right. simeon uh 6th century ad in syria it is claimed that he simulated madness in order not to be venerated for his social deeds he got this reputation for doing a number of things. So probably the, the I guess the the thing which really caught people's attention. He'd been um, from the age of about twenty, I think. He then spent the next twenty nine years in the desert, you know, just kind of being an ascetic and just you know getting close to God, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then went to uh, the town of Amisa, I believe it's pronounced. And when he walked into the town through the through the gates, um, there was a dead dog tied to him. <laughs> Which just dragged on the floor behind him. Okay. Yeah. Seems like a bit of a missed opportunity with the costume. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there's there's limits, you know, it's pretty hard you, to... You have a dog, don't you? Uh, yeah, I do, yeah. And I tried kind of getting him to play dead right. um, and and then dragging him, and that didn't work so well. So, yeah, so the, it, it just wasn't practical, basically. Right. Okay. You know, It's not that they didn't try, sure. so I don't, don't want that to be the impression. 
so uh, so yeah he was also um he also got his reputation because he would go into services and kind of knock over bits in the church and threw nuts at women nuts yeah tie him back to the nutella because there wasn't like a patron oh, saint okay. nuts right okay so yeah that's the tie he part of the reason why he got his madness was doing that no you're probably wondering like why was he acting this way the view is that uh, Simeon had decided to play the fool in order to mock the idiocy of the world and also to conceal his own identity as a saint. And when I read that, I was like, yeah, this is a connection. I, I get this guy. Because you are just pretending to be a fool? Is that is that the connection? Yeah, I'm pretending to be a fool, mocking the idiocy of the world, right. concealing my own identity. Um, I'm not sure if I'd go so far as to say I'm a saint. Mm-hmm. I'll leave the names to other people, but you know, you can see I'm certainly on a on a path. Is this part of the foolish thing? You comparing yourself to a saint? No, um maybe. Right. Yeah, you know, oh, maybe. Yeah. So you wheels know now this, this is making yeah. you reflect, isn't it? You know? So making is. you look look inwards, Mr. Suit Man. Nope. Just, Uniform man. It's just it's not even a suit, it's just a shirt and tie because we're at work. Right. Okay. I've taken my jacket off because it's warm in here. Okay. And also to communicate that, you know, we're just two friends hanging out, but you know, in a work environment. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. No. This is feeling pretty, pretty ha- hanging out. Just, yeah. yeah. We're at work, but we don't have to take ourselves too seriously. But exactly. There that's be what some, I'm saying. Some structure. Mm, well, it isn't just silliness because we are helping people as well yes. as Simeon the Fool did. Uh, it was only after his death uh, that the secret life of Simeon came to light. So again, I think possible parallels with myself there. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to wait and see in another five to ten years. <laughs> Yeah, people start to talk about his acts of kindness um, and about his strange and powerful miracles. Um, so there's a few few examples. Um, so there's a mule driver whose vinegar Simeon turned into wine so he could start a successful tavern. Okay. There was also a rich man who was saved from death when Simeon threw a lucky triple six at dice. So Simeon... <laughs> What? Going into casinos, you know, seeing those degenerate gamblers, like this guy is about to gamble everything away and Simeon's like... Psh- yeah. Okay. You know, uh, there was a young man that Simeon uh, punched in the jaw to save him from an affair with a married woman. So hang on. So his his kindly acts that sort of got him a, a title of saint mm-hmm. was helping someone open a tavern, playing dice, and punching someone in the face. Yeah. I guess I don't see how any of that sort of adds up to saintliness. Okay. Well, one one more then. So. Um, he also um, tried to save a man who whose eyes uh, he had a thing called leukoma. Um, so Simeon, looking to his his favorite Jesus, who had previously used saliva and clay to cure a man of blindness. So when the man with the eye disease approached Simeon, he anointed the man's eyes with mustard, uh, <laughs> burning him and aggravating the condition to the extent that he reportedly went blind. Uh, later, the eyes were apparently healed by the advice of Simeon. So I don't know whether the guy went back to Simeon after he blinded him and right. was like, you got anything else you want to try? Um, but then Simeon kind of used the, the whole situation to explain uh, the man's sins and bring him to correction. Right. So um, was Simeon the one reporting all of these miracles? Well, apparently not because, yeah, like P- everything is this thing people are like, Oh, Simeon, guy who died last week, he's a, he's a weird bloke, throwing nuts at my wife in church and stuff. And some other guy, I guess, was like, yeah, he was. But you know that tavern I've got, the really successful mm-hmm. one? Yeah, that was thanks to Simeon. He turned the, the vinegar into wine. And then the other guy's like, oh, that's funny because... Yeah, I was I was trying to have sex with a married woman and Simeon just came and punched me in the jaw and it kind of saved my marriage. And then you've got the other guy who's like, 
Yeah, Simeon, he helped me as well. He threw some dice because I was in debt and I was going to lose all my money. I did end up losing all my money because I was a degenerate gambler and mm-hmm. Simeon did nothing to cure that. Yeah. But on that one roll of the dice, he helped. So they kind of, you know, joined the dots and they're like, oh shit, man. Yeah, Simeon, he was, he was really good. Again, you know, sim- similarities. Right. It's like looking in a mirror. So you think people will sort of look back on their interactions with you favorably and sort of come to the conclusion that you were actually sort of secretly behind the scenes helping them, even if it didn't seem that way at the time. Exactly, exactly. And as I read, his his story was summed up. Um, it's called a holy fast, but the, the thing said, his life shows how God chooses, and this is a quote from the Bible, the foolish things of the world to shame the wise and the weak things of the world to shame the strong. I've been doing a similar thing, although kind of reverse, like the wise things of the world uh, shaming the foolish, and I kind of, you know, I'm kind of like the strong shaming the weak. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm now switching that around a bit. I'm going the other way. So now I'm, now I'm going to be the foolish one, shame the wise. I wouldn't say I'm weak, but, you know. So, yeah, so I think, uh, you know, overall, obviously I've cycled through quite a few different saints. Probably, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't really hit on the one for me, the one which is going to, you know, lead me to the promised land. But I think Simeon the Fool could be the one because I feel like him and Matt Hancock, mm-hmm. my two kind of, yeah, my two North Stars, you can have two North Stars, both are like in dignity. And by playing the fool like them, I can educate people because some people say, well, what, what is the show? I've not heard of it. Is there any good? Do people listen to it? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it's not about whether people listen to it. Well, you know, I'm not looking for the credit and the, and the recognition now. Okay. I think Simeon has shown me the path to walk. Interesting. Mm. I am also on a path more sort of devoted to funding growth opportunities and driving progress, Mm. rooting out inefficiencies and talent mismatches within the company. (laughs) All right. Um, So we are both on paths. Um, It's just slightly, slightly different objectives. Maybe that's where we can sort of work together and synergize right. is you play this foolish character with the costume and everything. Yeah. And I'll keep us on the tracks. Right. Okay. Know? Okay. If you imagine we're like a, we're like, we're like a train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun carriages. Lots, yeah. lots of things going yeah, on in great. the train. Yeah. Wacka, wacka. Uh, wacka, wacka. Wow. Yeah. We've got, what have we got on a train? We've got the seats, obviously. Um, <laughs> we've got the trolley area, uh, luggage storage. Yeah. Yeah. And the sort of the engine, the, the driver's right, area okay. of the train. So there's lots of different components to the train where fun things are happening but the important thing is the train stays on the tracks and it goes in one direction right okay and you can have fun anywhere you can have fun anywhere on the train so in the carriage in the carriage fun yep luggage store yep food area food area that's okay for fun i believe so yeah i mean what about the drivers drivers area you don't have fun in the drivers area i do not think that is usually accepted well maybe we should push into that okay you know it feels like all i've done is sort of set up a fairly simple metaphor Mm. there and you're already pushing at the edges and finding ways where you can sort of break it i feel that's not productive yeah no it is because that's how you get innovation okay it's, it's innovation that's what it is well one thing I'd love to get into is the biscuits, which is what this show is about. Biscuit reviews. Um, we've Whoa. talked a lot about. We've talked a lot about what we're wearing, yeah. which is okay. you know which is very fun. Yeah, I yeah. agree with uh, your what you were saying about uh, having fun. But maybe it's time to ha- have a look at the okay. Nutella biscuits. Yeah, let's let's do it. Well, yeah, we got a nice. Rustly packets. Yes, lovely. Great for audio. Yeah. As we said, just, just Nutella in the biggest... This is probably the biggest font I've ever seen for a biscuit. Yes. It is all you see. Yeah, it's just Nutella. And like, it's a big packet. So yeah, they've got the, the, the classic Nutella with the black N and then the red Nutella. Mm-hmm. And then biscuits and kind of, I don't know, a sort of a cursive. It's generic cursive. Yeah, generic cursive. And then we've got so, you know, a couple of giant-sized biscuits with some creme 
Uh, you can <laughs> see the cram on the inside of one of them. But then the background, a uh, cup, no identifiable liquid in it, but a cup. And then behind that, um, an orange and an apple. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you even notice? No, I didn't. Do you think maybe subliminally you noticed? That is very strange. It is. What are they trying to... They're trying to say it's healthy, aren't they? Yes, there's, I suppose, some uh, implication that it is to be eaten as part of a healthy, balanced diet, rather than saying that in the old way. Mm. They're innovating. They're yeah. doing something new, and they're just showing you. It's adding a bit of variety of colour. like, otherwise, you just got the beige biscuit. Yeah. And, like, beige is almost like shorthand for no nutrition. Yeah. So, like, yeah, we're sticking to... Let's take an apple, let's take an orange there. Absolutely nothing to do with the biscuit. It's it's brilliant. This is next level packaging. It's really clever. I think the closest we've come to this before is probably the Malvinas Cocoa, where they had the palm trees mm, on the package yeah. and it's giving you a vibe yes. of tropical paradise. But the contrast is stark because mm. that's the first thing you pick up on yeah. when you look at yeah, it. It's yeah, so yeah. badly done. Yeah. Whereas with this, it's just you wouldn't even know. Yeah. Already you're kind of on side and you don't even know why. A little bit freaked out, man. Yeah. Maybe talk about the actual packet itself because it's not like a normal biscuit. Packet. No, it's like a, a, it's yeah, it's a plastic pad with like a resealable top. It's almost like space food. Yeah, because yeah. when you open it up, uh, let me just. It's a childproof as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's the kind of humor that yeah. you want to be bringing to right, the show. Right, the silliness. Yeah, it's foil inside. It keeps it fresh. Wow. Space age technology. That is space age. Okay, so on the back, we've got um, crunchy golden baked biscuit, Nutella, creamy heart. Uh, may contain mustard. So That's the second reference to the biscuit that your costume has. Exactly. Uh, nuts is, and mustard. This is probably the most congruous uh, costume that I've ever had. And that is a uh, pretty bad indictment of your costumes generally. Well, I think maybe it's just a, a what's the opposite of an indictment? Celebration? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's one way to, uh, to win an argument is just to say it's not that, it's the opposite of that. <laughs> <sighs> that is a good smell. That's just like pure Nutella fumes. Mm. You acquired these biscuits. How much were they? About 350 <sighs> I think that makes me trust them more, that it's so expensive. Yeah, I, I feel like we're in the hands of some professionals here. I'm a little bit intimidated. Like, I feel like maybe I'm not going to come up to the standard. Yes, I feel that way about you as well. Because <laughs> the packet stands up. Yeah. It's tall. It's imposing. It kind of towers over you. It's almost the shape of a skyscraper. It is, yeah. It's kind of redefining what biscuits can be. You put two packets of biscuits next to each other. Mm -hmm. What is every other packet of biscuit going to do? It's going to be lying down. Because that's the way biscuit exactly. packets are commonly shaped. They are lying down. This one is towering over them. Dominating. Very dominating. I think I'm about to be dominated. I think you are as well. Okay, then. It's a good job you're hungry. Yeah, they're pretty substantial. It's like a package. Yeah, it's do you want to huge. Try and explain, like, describe. The best I can describe it is it is like a big, chunky coin yeah but it is thick it's almost a bit like a little pie yeah it's like a, yeah. a little casing which appears to be filled with nutella cram mm -hmm. and then just like a little um a little lid put on top yeah it's like a sacrificial stone yeah in the middle is where you would have the victim yeah and then their blood would run down and sort of form right. that kind of so yeah. form that circular thing do you know what i mean that. yeah yeah it's almost got like a slightly handmade look mm -hmm. of it it's like mm -hmm. either they, they're doing it to cut corners and cut costs which i respect mm -hmm. or they are doing it a bit silly and just being like whoa 
There you go, the chocolate goes in, the lid goes on top, there's another biscuit down the line. It's kind of intentionally faux rustic, I suppose. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I really like. Yeah. It feels kind of more homemade yeah. and there's something nice and warm about that. Yeah. But at the same time, you know that it's been made by machines who are the most professional workers that there are. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You're not going to get much more professional than a machine, are you? No, exactly. So you know you're in good hands. Exactly. Machine hands. Yeah, well, thank God that there aren't any machines to replace us. Yeah. Also... Reminds me of Jammy Dodger. What? Yeah, okay. Hear me out. The Jammy Dodger, if you recall, what's on that? There is a heart. Yeah. And what's in the heart? Uh, there is an N. For Nutella. And what's on the Jammy Dodger? The JD. You know? That's true. But this is done well. I mean, this is really interesting, actually. I think we might be onto something. Because like what we were talking about with the Malvinas cocoa, right? With the palm tree versus the much more subtle yeah. use of fruit. Here, it's doing the same thing as the Jammy Dodger, but better, faster, stronger. Yeah. It's like it has adapted, mm-hmm. like, like almost like a machine. Yeah. It's learned the ways of other biscuits, mm-hmm. inferior biscuits, and it's using them, but it's improving on them and making like the best, most sophisticated, streamlined version of that. Has Nutella become self-aware? Mm, Are we that, dealing with a Skynet Cyberdyne situation? That's what it feels like. Chang, 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 Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> It also makes me think of a stamp, like an old, tiny yeah. red wax yeah. seal. It's very bold, mm-hmm. arrogant almost, but you've got to respect it. You got it. I mean, yeah, you got to respect it because it, it might kill us. And how many biscuits have we reviewed in the past mm. where we have just spent this long talking about it and this entire time that we've been talking about it listeners we've just been showing the biscuit to each other from across the table even though we are both holding the same biscuit yeah but there's something <laughs> uncompelled to show david the yeah, biscuit and i'm compelled to like... show you my biscuit like i'm looking at the biscuit that you're showing me yeah. you're looking at the biscuit that i'm showing you even though we would be able to see it much clearer if we just looked at our own exactly. biscuits but the, pa- the power of nutella compels you like you're part of the nutella brand okay I gotta pull this back a sec because I'm David the Holy Fool. Mm-hmm. I gotta be silly. Let's see. <laughs> um, so, for listeners at home, after uh, announcing that he must now be silly, my colleague David threw his biscuit into the air, opened his mouth, and caught the biscuit with his eyeball. <laughs> I would say that is a successful catch with the eye, if that was your intention. Um, no, I was actually trying to catch it up my nose. Oh, Whoa. interesting. Now you've, it's kind of too many layers of silliness yeah. now. It's a bit, okay. if, remember, if you make it too clever, it stops being funny. Yeah, maybe it's got to be more absurd. It's like dragging a dead dog. You yeah, know? that's it's like, right. Yeah. It's not like ha-ha funny. No, but you recognize that it's meant to be be funny yeah yeah, yeah and like so that sometimes yeah. that's enough all right then let's let's, let's do it yeah i would say that that was exactly how i expected it to taste yeah i know what you mean and therefore perfect right no surprises just from the look and shape of it and from the fact that nutella's logo is so prominent on the package mm-hmm. my assumption going in was this will be like nutella with a kind of hard biscuity shell that doesn't taste of that much it's really just like a vessel to get the nutella into your into your mouth it's a delivery device yes for for the nutella like a suppository or something right exactly just get into you yeah yeah the biscuit is kind of it's not bad but it's it is just a a vessel you know Mm. you don't buy like a tin of soup and be like oh yeah that was a great tin don't care about the tin yeah 
I suppose. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Do you, you're into the tin as well? Well, no, I just thought that was a slightly strange argument because there are other types of food that are contained within food delivery parcels, whereas a tin, no one, no one actually eats the, <laughs> the tin, do they? Unless you're a goat. Uh, <laughs> another, um, another example you could have used, uh, like a pasty, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Would you have a pasty without any filling in it? No. No. Yeah, that, yeah. I think that's the bis- The actual biscuit, you wouldn't choose to have it on its own. If they were like, here's just like an empty Nutella biscuit, yeah. you know, mm, um, I'm okay, thanks. Yeah, but at the same time, what they've done is they've they've designed something that is, one, perfect for the role that it has, mm-hmm. uh, which is a delivery system, Yeah, and two, is unobtrusive in and of itself. Like mm-hmm. the fact that you're not getting any flavor from it, yeah. obviously by design, mm-hmm. and you appreciate it because you're like, well, I'm not getting any weird aftertaste yeah. of like vanilla yeah. or yeah. some weird thing that they've put in there just to give it some flavor. It's fun. Focused. As the packaging tells you, it's about the Nutella. It's all about the Nutella. That's why you're buying it. So we're just going to give you a massive dollop of Nutella. It's almost an answer to the Ferrero Rocher, isn't it? In a way. Okay. Because when you think of a Ferrero Rocher, a lot of that is Nutella. But it's yeah. also this nutty thing yeah. mm-hmm. that has its own kind of flavor contribution to the experience yeah. that I'm not sure I necessarily appreciate. Whereas here they've gone, you know what? Forget the other stuff. Yeah. It's just Nutella, but it's slightly more sophisticated than putting a spoon in a, in a jar. It's a bit like Ferrero Rocher for babies. I guess you could you could argue. I would say that babies would put the spoon in the jar. Right, okay. This is a way to, to have that experience. Where you want to be a baby. Right. But you lack, I guess, the, the will to be a baby. Well, I would say you lack the ability to be foolish. I think that's, that is very <laughs> deceptive. I haven't had Nutella for a long time. Mm-hmm. Part of my uh, saintly duty I'm not sure if they say specifically don't have Nutella, but it feels like you probably shouldn't have Nutella. It does feel like a sin. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I should just be um, probably just having it from from the jar and perhaps putting the jar on my head, Mm -hmm. smearing the Nutella on my mouth and saying goo goo gaga or something. Yes, that's right. Foolish, silly, you know. Because you have the kind of personality that can let go of their inhibitions in that way. This is a product for people that don't. Yeah. Perhaps on some deep subconscious level, but... What are we talking about? We're getting into biscuitness here. Yes, yeah, we're, we're supposed yeah. to be talking about taste. Yeah, come keep it focused. You know, we we've got we got our work cut out here. You know, so we got to stay focused. Okay, um, taste. Well, the taste kind of comes down to do you like Nutella or not? And if if not, why are you buying a packet of Nutella yeah. vessels, which is what this <laughs> should be called? Yeah, they, yeah. They could, yeah, I feel like, yeah, they call them Nutella biscuits, but I think it's probably more direct if, yeah, they call them Nutella vessels, uh, Nutella capsules, Nutella doses. Nutella capsules, because actually, I think that's very good, because actually the packet itself has that kind of capsule yeah. quality. I imagine probably they originally called it Nutella capsules, yeah. and then focus grouped in, it didn't scan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I'm, I'm debating now mm-hmm. uh, with myself whether to just get straight to the point, mm-hmm. or to spend some time talking about Nutella, mm. because there may be people listening to this that aren't familiar with Nutella, what do you say? Uh, It's kind of like hazelnuts with the illusion of chocolatiness. How far down this road do we go, David? Exactly. Do we have to start talking about... uh, Love. What? People who who haven't experienced love and you've got to describe what love is for them, you know? How far down this road are we going? Oh, I see what you mean. You're saying it's not our job to describe every single thing. Okay. What would Uniform Man do? Who's a uniform man? Your character. No, I'm not. I'm, I've told you this before. I'm not a character. I'm right. just wearing Sorry. my International oh, right. Worldwide Global yeah. Biscuit Review podcast uniform, which I thought you were going to wear as well. Yeah. And it's fine that you're not. I respect your decision. And I see that you've got this idea and mm-hmm. it's, you know, we'll see how it 
plays out and how people respond to it. Yeah. Um, this will be an interesting kind of like, you know, learning experience. We're all learning together. Yeah. Um, but don't put that on me though. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, if I'm going to respect you, you can respect me Res- back. If respect, that's mutual res- respect, that's how... Your teamwork makes the dream work. Okay, I apologize. I respect your uniform costume. It's a great costume. Just a uniform. Just a uniform. Sorry. With the costume thing, but okay. Costume, I respect. Respect. Good. Everyone's feeling a lot of respect right now. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling respective in my uh, Mm -hmm. little jingly jester hat. Yeah. Yeah. Did he actually wear a jester hat? Or is that like a Um, kind of thing that you've added? It's sort of visual. Well, I just, yeah, kind of, yeah, I thought I'd put it on for the show to kind of add a visual aspect for the. Kind of in the same way where they've added the fruit. It's like you're just kind of getting the meaning across. Yeah. It's not literal. Yeah. I'm just kind of putting myself next to it, you know? Uh, Okay. Then for. for Taste is tricky. I mean, it's not that tricky. Uh, five. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. What this has done expertly is bypassed the biscuit taste and given me the biscuit experience, but with a good taste instead. Right, okay then. And that is a five-star okay. experience for me. All right then. Well, I think for me, as David the, the Holy Fool, mm-hmm. um, it's a one. Wow! It's a one. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Didn't see that coming. Um, no. Yeah. I, no, I didn't. I'm. I'm quite shocked. You have to, I must be a pretty big bloody fool to give it a one, eh? Yeah, I would have said so. Yeah, I guess you're probably perhaps looking inside yourself now, right? Reflecting on why you like it so much. No, I'm wondering how you came to such a a foolish. Oh, I see. Because you're a fool, that's how you came to the foolish yeah. conclusion. The penny drops. Right. Another um, miracle. Is that actually what you're gonna give it? Actually, just for for the sake of integrity of the show now i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a four um oh okay yeah. oh a four is a much better score but a one it's a one wait wait is it I a mean, one no, it's not really a one it's a four really oh but just you i'm know. sorry okay just is the purpose of this to sort of confuse is that is that what is fun about it no no it's i think it's quite clear that you know actually it's technically a four but um it's a one right Woo! okay you keep throwing yeah, your yeah, hands up. I'm right. silly, you know? So very, very high, or if you want to go along with the sort of the underlying yeah. narrative that we have going through this episode, listeners, um, mm-hmm. then it's a one, mm-hmm. but actually it's a four yeah. out of five, which is really very impressive. Yeah. Do you have any reasoning for your scores? Well, yeah, it's Nutella, and Nutella's very tasty. It's kind of all you can say, isn't it? It is, really. I mean, like, the biscuit gets Nutella into you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't detract from the Nutella. Mm. It doesn't add to it. Yeah. But delivers you a big hit of Nutella, which is which is good. We've kind of made this rod for our backs in terms of, you know, how we score things. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a four. Good. Okay, so that's taste done with. Uh, before we move on to texture and dunkability, mm-hmm. uh, the never tedious history section. It is never tedious. It's which actually is... always interesting and yeah. informative. Yeah, maybe we can make it a bit silly as well somehow. Well, I don't think that's necessary for this yeah. particular segment. I think the silliness. I think what we want to do here is get the information across so the listeners have something to kind of hold on to, like factual, some calm in the storm, you know. Okay. Really good at the uniform man pieces. It's not the uniform. uniform. You know, I don't keep bringing up your costume, so don't see why you need to keep bringing up my normal costume. She would, to be honest. Oh. You know, maybe it's a bit of projecting. Maybe I'm projecting a bit. Well, looks very good the, looks silly the, 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 yeah it looks very looks silly, foolish looks very foolish yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the hat is doing a lot of the heavy lifting there because otherwise it 
as I say, looks identical to every other costume that yeah. you've worn. What you wear should project kind of you and who you yes. are. So yes, I agree, hundred percent. Me with this and the Jester hat. Mm. I'm sure Simeon looked pretty silly with his dead dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. Accessories. Matt Hancock always looked fucking ridiculous as well. Mm-hmm. You know, all the same thing. You know, like let's let's dress the fool, or let's just dress in a manner that communicates who we are. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, the history. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, it's kind of the history of Nutella, really. These are Nutella capsules. Yeah, exactly. Like, we don't need to justify that we're going to be talking about Nutella because they're biscuits. There's nothing to say. Exactly. And it's just a natural evolution. It'd be like, you know, saying like, oh yeah, humans emerged on, you know, the 2nd of January, 342,000 BC. You couldn't do that. It's natural evolution. You wouldn't you can't like pinpoint when it happened. It just right. happened. You do believe in evolution. Uh, no, obviously not, because that's the silliest thing of all. Right. You know, <laughs> monkeys and, and frogs turning yeah. into... Uh, turning turn into people. Yeah. Turn into people, yeah. yeah. You got your monkey people and your frog people. <laughs> Unfortunately segregated, but we're making leaps and bounds towards progress. Yeah. Yeah, frog leaps and bounds towards progress. <laughs> so yeah, so Nutella, uh, invented by... Well, actually, Nutella is a form of Gianduya, I think. Um, which is a chocolate and hazelnut paste, which is invented in Turin in northern Italy. Love a good paste. Yeah, love a good paste. I'd call it a clam. Clam. Yeah, you do keep doing that. Yeah, let's do that. Bad every time. Yeah. Um, so uh, this fella, this baker in Alba in Italy, Pietro Ferrero, Mr. Oh, Ferrero. I think I've heard that name before. Maker yeah. of cars? No. That was me doing some humor there. That was the silliness. Yeah, was that it? was some silliness. Oh, that was good. Yeah, thank that you. Was, that was quite good. Um, See, I do think we're rubbing off on each other. I hope you will rub off more from rub more off me than I rub. You know what I mean, right? Like, okay, yeah. Because I've done some rubbing. Maybe it's your turn as well to do some rubbing and become more serious, uniform, and focused, and structured. Um. So, uh, yeah, invented uh, his own uh, Gianduya in 1946. Um, Alba was well known for its production of hazelnuts. His recipe included more hazelnuts because there wasn't a lot of cocoa around because of a little event called World War II. Mm. Not so much chocolate, so he just packed it full of hazelnuts instead. That is a form of innovation, isn't it? By just adding more of one yeah. of the ingredients. Yeah, smart cutting costs. And now you're laughing because plenty of chocolate in the world. Yeah. Um, now that we've allegedly ended World War II. Um, so... <laughs> But not a lot. Allegedly. Of... <laughs> <laughs> Which forums have you been on recently? I just don't want to deal in absolutes. Um, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but but not a lot of hazelnut-based pastes. So yeah. now, thanks to that innovation of just being a bit cheap, they've cornered a market. Oh, yeah, they, they, they've dominated a market. Yeah, they seem like the kind of the premium ones almost. Mm. But uh, funny to say about dominating the market um, because Nutella, apparently Ferrero, buys 25% of the world's hazelnuts. That's a lot. That is a lot. I don't know how many hazelnuts produced, but I'm assuming there are a lot of hazelnuts produced and sold. It's also something I imagine they try to not shout about because mm. they have this kind of supposed authenticity, mm. but they're buying... They're hazelnuts from across the world. Yeah. 
are you suggesting that Nutella should have like a more uh, nationalist side that it's just like it's all Italian, nothing but Italian? I think they want to project a more nationalist side. Right, okay. So possibly dealing with perhaps a slightly fascist, ethno-nationalist biscuit. In- <laughs> interesting, interesting. He's calling Nutella fascists. No, allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, you know, fascists. again, allegedly they're fascists. Allegedly World War II <laughs> is still in progress. We don't want to rule anything in, don't want to rule anything out. Let's keep it all in place. That's right. Yeah, so Pietro made his recipe, went down a storm. His son, Mikel, uh, went to market across Europe. So he tweaked the recipe and uh, called it Nutella. First started selling Nutella in 1964. So Nutella, kind of a, a chocolate hazelnut paste. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the two main ingredients are? The top two? Is one of them hazelnut? Nope. Okay. Palm oil? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and sugar? Yes, there yeah. you go. Ding, ding. Yeah. He's got both of them. Just uh, thought, what could the two worst uh, main ingredients be? <laughs> exactly. You, you nailed it. Yeah, sugar and palm oil. Uh, so number three, hazelnuts, which make up 13%. But legally, in a lot of places, it's called a chocolate paste. But not in Italy, because there's so little chocolate in it, they can't call it a chocolate paste. That makes sense. But, uh, you know, they're not afraid to innovate. So in 2017, they changed the recipe. People are more aware of what they're consuming. Mm-hmm. You know, they're kind of a bit more health conscious. So they took the chocolate and hazelnut spread. And they increase the sugar in the milk in it. Great. And decrease the cocoa in it. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so just more more fat and sugar for mm-hmm. your for your buck. And was there a sort of philosophical reason for doing that? I imagine um, sugar and milk both pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Cocoa mm-hmm. relatively expensive. Maybe perhaps you know some of the child labor stuff. You know, there's been a fight against child labor, so perhaps some of that cheap child labor chocolate is no longer available, mm-hmm. and they're like. Oh, you can't afford to buy the non-child labor stuff. Allegedly. 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 I mean, it's definitely not allegedly. So yeah, so I imagine that was the rationale. Yeah, and I guess looking back to the past uh, for your inspiration for innovation, because why did they increase the amount of hazelnuts in the first place? Didn't have enough chocolate. Yeah, they should have just said, you know, we, we are paying respect to our heritage by mm. having even less chocolate in there. Yeah, you know, by cutting corners even more. Exactly, yeah. Staying true to our brand. Um, but it's not It's not all being plain sailing and, and happy news and multi-billion dollar revenues for Ferrero and the Nutella brand in 2012 mm. they lost a class action lawsuit in the usa which was brought by people objecting to an advertising message which said that nutella was quote part of a nutritious breakfast <laughs> that's very interesting because as we were talking about earlier they are trying to now just imply yeah that exactly yeah exact sentiment and maybe that is because of this lawsuit. Yeah, like, why Why have you got nutritious breakfast on your package? We haven't. We've got a picture. We're not saying it's healthy. We're just saying, you know, there's some healthy food. There's other foods. We're not saying that it's part of a healthy diet. We're saying can... it's equivalent. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. We're just saying you can eat this and eat this other healthy food. Again, not ruling anything out, not ruling anything in. Mm. Let's just keep it open. So, yeah, so that's kind of the history I've got on, on Nutella. Uh, I did see that Ferrero used to have the sort of mantra, slogan, whatever, of good ideas conquer the world. Good ideas conquer the world. Good ideas conquer the world. Mm, it's such a subjective thing. Is it kind of, uh, I can't really call it, is it like axiomatic where it's like something, it, it proves the state improves itself? Mm. Like if something has conquered the world, then it is by definition good. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's like saying, well, the way that things are now must be good because they are the way things are. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems to kind of remove 
the element of thought from the equation. Yeah. Yeah. Thought and judgment. Yeah. Yeah. You get yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Just accept it. Yeah. This is good. Good ideas. Yeah. Conquer the world. Okay. I don't think there's much to say about Ferrero or Nutella other than they are huge corporations. They are fairly secretive with their ingredients and working practices, and they've are occasionally mired in uh, controversies. So yeah, the company apparently places great emphasis on secrecy and has never held a press conference, does not allow media to visit its plants. I think it was the BBC who did a story on inhumane working conditions of hazelnut pickers. We had no idea. We only buy 25% of the world's hazelnuts. We're just a poor innocent little hazelnut buyer. (laughs) (laughs) Scumbags. But you know... Successful, so, so well, who good ideas conquer the world? Exactly, you know. Right. So yeah, yeah, who's to say whether it's good or bad? Yeah. Okay, so uh, texture and dunkability. Um, let's have another biscuit. Yeah. You just put your hand into the into the slit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I hadn't said that. Yeah, they're not sure they're going to go with that on the packaging, but you know. <laughs> You go for another one already. No, I'm taking this one out so that I can feel it with my fingers. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. when you bite into it, it reduces the integrity of the vessel. Right. This is like premium texture as far as I'm concerned. Especially the way it feels in my hand. Mm. Lifting this up to your mouth is going to exert some energy. That's how big and yeah. weighty it is. You're aware of it. You're not just shoveling these bad boys in one yeah. after another. And you can remove the lid so you just kind of got the pure... Nutella. I see you've done that and it looks wrong. It looks It does, doesn't it? It looks kind of like you've exposed it. Yeah, it does. It feels a bit indecent. It does. Overall. I actually don't love the texture that much. Okay. I think that the biscuit is too crumbly. It also does stick in your teeth quite a lot as well. That's interesting because I don't find that at all. But mm. this does have a continuity with previous episodes because mm-hmm. you have an established fondness for soft, mulchy. Yeah, I basically want to eat everything in paste form. Like a bug. Yeah. It needs to dissolve its food before it ingests it. Exactly. So, you know, this is the filling I love because this is this is a filled biscuit. It's not quite a sandwich biscuit, but, you know, it's, it's the same sort of yes, family. Inter- same genus. Interest. It, yeah, I wouldn't describe it as a sandwich biscuit. Pie biscuit. You said filled biscuit or pie biscuit as if there's anything else in that category. <laughs> well, it's a new t- is. it is a new category. It's a new category. It's a new yeah. category. But I say it's, 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 it's almost like it's on a spectrum. Hmm. And like at the one end, you've got jammy dog. We're just like, yeah, okay, it's a sandwich biscuit, but the, the center is you cannot separate it from the other parts. Yeah. The other extreme end to jammy dodges, you got mm-hmm. this where it's like, try and keep the filling in, you know? <laughs> you take off that lid and, yes, you, you know, it's, right. you're going to get that filling everywhere, boy. So you've got, you've got, you've got your pie your pie mm-hmm. and then you've got your pie lid on top but yeah. around the edge of the lid you can see the nutella you can see kind of the brown ring of the nutella yes yet it's solid mm-hmm. and like the pie lid is not moving the pie lid does not flex but then as soon as you kind of bite into it it's pure cream that's right the, the, the pie lid should be moving is it a different type of nutella is there two types of nutella here is there the liquid form and the solid form oh. That's what it seems like. This is the most sophisticated biscuit we've ever had. More so than I'd say even the Glycobisco. Well, that's probably because we don't yet understand the Glycobisco fully. The thing about this biscuit is I mm. feel like I do understand it. And you can sort of appreciate 
how sophisticated it is because you can see how it works. Whereas with Glyco, I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't have the imagination. Yeah. And I mean, we're several years on from that now. So they're probably, or biscuits are NFTs or something. They're like in cyberspace or something. Now, yeah, right? exactly. They're, 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 I mean, the metaverse. There are swarms of like nanobot Glyco biscuits already feasting on the ruined remains of Tokyo, I yeah. imagine. Allegedly, Tokyo is a biscuit city. <laughs> yeah. They just reconstituted all the carbon into, into biscuits. Tokyo is probably my favorite place I've ever been, and maybe that's why. Who's made out of biscuits? Um, well... Now we're at the interesting part. I'm a little bit worried. We are dunking in hot tea, listeners. You know, this isn't milk. This isn't uh, some other cool liquid. There's a chance of melting. Okay, so on first dunk, the capsule is basically impervious to hot liquid. I don't know what I expected. Of course, why would it be any different? Of course the capsule is waterproof. Of course it is. They're not going to let you ruin their careful composition. But now we have we've fractured the capsule. We have, yes. you know... It's exposed, so I think this is the real test now. So I held it in slightly longer, and I would say despite the vessel being compromised and the longer dunk, no discernible transformation. Yeah, I've just gone for a five-second dunk. Mm. No change. No change. I don't know how to feel. I almost feel, like, empty. You know what I feel? Powerless. Mm. Pre-dunking, you're eating the biscuit on its terms. You know, yeah. the biscuit yes. is in control. The biscuit mm-hmm. is the one leading the way. The dunk is your chance put your stamp on things to take things in a different direction and like the longer i dunked it still nothing it was like in terminator 2 judgment day Mm -hmm. the finest work of art certainly of the 20th century yeah possibly ever when t1000 gets frozen by the liquid nitrogen towards the end yes and they shoot him and he explodes like oh he's done comes back together still going can't be stopped same deal with the nutella and i think that comes back to something we've touched on earlier that maybe didn't explore as much as we should have which is that this is the skynet of biscuits so allegedly if if robots are now in charge of the Ferrero corporation and making these then it's um it's scary yeah and i'm gonna give it five stars that's what I really. Wrote. I think this is where we differ the most, mm. like generally. And I've noticed this trend. Yeah. You like a soft biscuit mm-hmm. to get your little buggy mandibles into. <laughs> I like hard biscuits. Right, okay. It's fun to eat. There's like different levels of it that you go through. And there's like a liquid component to mm-hmm. it. But it's also fun to hold in your hands because yeah. it's like this kind of big toy coin or something. Yeah. And it's got this stamp and it's got patterns on mm-hmm. it. And it has that kind of ritual sacrifice kind of vibe as yeah. well. Yeah. There's all these things going on. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. So you're not going to do the... No, uh, it's actually a one. Okay, so you did do the... I feel like your heart's not in it this time. Yeah, no, it's just a three, to be honest. I'm kind of struggling with the silliness now. Um, I feel like going back to that that quote about, you know, kind of how God has chosen me um, personally. (laughs) uh, Sorry, sorry. what quote was that? Uh, I don't. Well, I know. Okay, sure it, wasn't, it wasn't about. Okay, it wasn't about me. It was about Saint Simeon. But I think we've established that we're basically one and the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. The quote was: "God chooses quote the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, and the weak things of the world to shame the strong." Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say that the Nutella biscuit is wise and strong. Yes. And I'm throwing my foolishness at it. You're trying to stand up to the biscuit, but the biscuit is so far beyond you that you just come across as impotent. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm a flea on it. On a 
elephant's ass. I just mm. not even touching it. Yeah, because I suppose the point of being this kind of foolish jester character is to thumb your nose at authority. Yeah. But if they're not even looking at you or aware yeah. of your existence, what impact are you really having? But actually on the texture of it, it's a three. Okay. Yeah. Too hard? Too challenging? Too hard, too challenging. It was crumbly in a way I didn't like it. It kind mm. of like exploded into a lot of little crumbs which stuck around my mouth. You know, the pace is great. So that's kind of saves it from a two or a one. But yes, it's a three. Well, I'm glad you just gave me a straight answer that time instead of all the, uh, the foolishness. Feels like we're reconstructing a bit, reconfiguring. This is yeah. kind of what I wanted from the yeah. start. Perhaps we're going in an exciting new direction here. You, you rubbed off on me a bit. I did. So I think you, yes. I can rub off on you now. Well, I think you've already rubbed off on me a little bit because I've, I've been a bit more fun than I was otherwise mm. planning to be. I think perhaps we need to be a bit sillier. I think if we're going to okay. overcome the Nutella biscuit, we're going to have to be very silly. Okay, that's interesting. I wasn't aware that we were here to overcome the product. Yeah, I think it's become patently obvious that this is a direct threat to not just the show but probably the existence of humanity okay in that case i suppose we should uh we should get on to reviews yeah okay um let's see if uh other people have cottoned on to the threat in Nutella then um so looking at the reviews on amazon.co.uk mm-hmm. uh 4.2 out of 5 so maybe that's lower than i expected yeah me too well it's because a lot of them just turn out to people's houses in crumbs right that's a more comment on the delivery system they're so hardy how would you yeah you have to really smash them about <laughs> yeah but hey it's not beyond hermes to do that to a biscuit as tough as this i mean maybe they're the uh front line of the freedom fighters yeah maybe yeah yeah after me cursing hermes all these years maybe they're actually the only thing standing between us and nutella taking over mm. smashing up the biscuits lots of five stars as well though uh jamie lee five stars i love these delicious and a fair size the price is a little high for what you get in my opinion I need to take the new custom fees and taxes into account, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the most yeah. British review ever. Yeah. It's just like, so just like, yeah, not, it's not great, but what are you going to do about it? I mean, if you're British, nothing. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Okay. Moving on then. We've got Joanne, uh, five stars title Nutella biscuits. I bought these for my son thinking he would love them, but he didn't. My son can be the most fussy person in the world. So I, th- <laughs> I ate them and I liked them. Do you know what I think is Joanne's son? freedom fighter <laughs> that could be john connor could just also be a child with an unsophisticated palate i don't know why joanna's chosen this space to review her son <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of calling your son out like that not necessary very unnecessary i yeah. would say next up we got lou 98 five stars yummy the best things I've ever eaten. Mm-hmm. A bit pricey, but they are so nice. I feel like if you're going to say something is the best thing you've ever eaten, mm. I don't think you can complain about £3.50 price. No, yeah. Unless the previous best thing you've ever eaten is like bran flakes or something. Or yeah, like, just nettles, just- which were free. <laughs> and the final one, it's a two-star. It's a two-star review. Isabella, expensive, not worth it. Way too expensive for what they are. Pretty lame. You know, I'm not going to say that you can't criticize these biscuits. You can, I have. But mm-hmm. lame is not a word that I'd use to describe these. No, it does sort of smack of trying a bit too hard. Yeah. You know what I reckon? This is Lou 98's alter ego. 
This is our alt account. So we've got Lou, you know, the best things I've ever eaten, a bit pricey, but they're so nice. She's kind of, you know, oh, I love these, but God, they're expensive. Right. That review, 22nd of January, Isabella, expensive, not worth it, 18th of February. Mm. Lou has clearly been craving these, or maybe she's bought some more and has bankrupted her. And the only way she can kind of get out of this is by just saying like, oh, no, they're too expensive. They're lame. Kind of lie to herself. I mean, I understand they are very expensive. They, they, they are expensive. But they're and- also the best thing you've ever eaten, so... Can you put a price on that? Yes, you can. It's £3.50. It's £3.50. And like, yeah, how are you going to resist them? You're going to have to either construct some delusion that they're they're not tasty, mm-hmm. um, or you've got to kill yourself. <laughs> Those are the only two Those options. Two options. I can't think of any others. If yeah. there are any others, uh, you know, write in, let us know. Call in. Call in. Send a memo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, social media from the official Natalia account. Love the taste of Nutella? Try it in a crunchy biscuit to share with the people you love. A picture of the biscuits on the desk next to a, a MacBook. And I've just noticed, what, you know what's in the background? <laughs> Apples and oranges. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's okay, right. So this is clearly something which is, some, some bit of code is going to the system where it's yeah. like Nutella must always be presented next to apples and oranges. Mm. I like this picture as well. It's like the, the, the words and the picture don't match up. It's like, love the taste of Nutella, trying a crunchy biscuit to share with the people you love. But then the picture is just of a, a laptop on a table with some fruit in the background. There's no people in the picture. Unless this wasn't written by someone with a corporeal form. Someone exactly. who might think... A laptop. Could be a friend. Yeah. I've seen the humans. They spend all their time with the laptops. Yeah. Those are their best friends. Yeah. This is what we're going to post on Facebook. And like you look at the picture and it does, there's something unreal about it as well. It does look like it's been fashioned by an AI, which has just had some inputs. And it's like, yes, this is what the humans want for the Nutella biscuits. It's like wheels within wheels. I'm starting to see this kind of pattern unfold where we were talking about the subliminal messaging and then the palm trees of the Malvina mm-hmm. Coco, the logo on, mm-hmm. on the Jammy Dodger, and now the biscuit designed by an AI, but it's more advanced, more sophisticated. Exactly, yeah. It's not like, you know, uh, sorry, hang on a sec. Chat GPT? Chat GPT? Okay, I think she's sleeping. Okay. <laughs> it's not like it was designed by, by like an, an AI mm-hmm. program. It has awareness. Yeah. yeah. What Nutella have done is they've looked at all the other biscuits, mm. harvested the data from those biscuits, they've taken elements, and they've improved, evolved. Yeah. They're the next stage. Well, you think about it. I mean, I think one of the main criticisms about the Jammy Dodgers is that they're just so incoherent. Mm. It's like you had this silly, wacky packaging, but then you had this biscuit, which was a shortcake, which is a very unwacky biscuit. Shortcake. Yeah. Shortcake. The most boring conservative biscuit block mm. for listeners i'm holding up the biscuit to he's doing it in dramatic fashion colleague david it's the same thing you don't register the biscuit when you eat it you register yeah. the nutella the biscuit is just the vessel and they've taken that from the shortbread i guarantee it to get as much palm oil and sugar into you because that's what the humans like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what the humans crave. The next stage of this is like those little hamster water bottles just full of palm oil and sugar for your little human cage. Wait, wait. How did it get all this information? How did it learn? Let me just... Okay. Got something here. <laughs> Subsidiary of the of Ferrero SPA, mm-hmm. Burton's Biscuit. No. Burton's Biscuit, no. owner of... no. Jammy Dodgers, no! Maryland cookies. When did this? When did this start happening? When did the Ferrero Corporation become self-aware? 
I think we can pin it down. I think we can pin it down in 2017 when they changed the recipe. Okay. When they took out the chocolate, mm-hmm. put in more palm oil and sugar, mm-hmm. that was the moment Ferrero Corporation became self-aware. I feel like this has derailed the whole the whole format of the show. And I, I just, I really wanted us to stick the landing on this one because I do worry that we're very limited in scope. We have this reputation of being a kind of scrappy show, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like an underdog. Wow. We're kind of a little bit rough around the yeah, edges. Okay. Um, and, obviously that is abhorrent to me i think what we need to be mm-hmm. is clean clear focused hitting a much wider demographic mm-hmm. and perhaps to do that we need to become more broad in appeal more right. mainstream okay and that was my intention coming in today that's kind of what i was bringing to the table for, mm-hmm. for this episode and you know you were a little bit resistant to it but i think you've come around as well to that mode of thinking but then this nutella capsules Mm -hmm. have basically just dominated the whole show it raises the question like how do we fight back do we use structure and form to fight back i feel like that's trying to play it uh, on its own terms i hear what you're saying Mm. about fighting back Mm. i'd like to propose an alternative route right we submit really well i'll tell you what we could go into two different directions here um what I found on, on, on my self-discovery journey is that um, I don't have any self to discover. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Which is awkward. Okay. Um, yeah. And that's kind of put me in a unfortunate position for this episode because I don't feel like I have enough of a personality to resist these biscuits. Right. Okay. But you, my friend, you yes. do. Okay. Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. Right. I have two potential biscuit scores okay. for the Nutella capsules mm-hmm. and you're going to pick okay. and which one you decide also decides the fate of the show. So these biscuits, they're the pinnacle, right? They're the platonic ideal. Mm-hmm. And they've done that by harvesting the data of the Burton's biscuits, right? Like yeah. the Jammy Dodgers, the Maryland cookies. Makes sense. They have used that information to create the perfect biscuit organism. Mm-hmm. So it's a five. Or these biscuits are an abomination. They go against everything that biscuits stand for. There is nothing comforting about them. There is nothing nostalgic about them. There is nothing homely or familiar or authentic about them. They are biscuits made by Skynet. It's a zero. And it's on me to choose. It's on you to choose because I just, I don't have the will. I'm just a, what did you call me? Mr. Suit? It's actually Mr. Uniform. Okay. See, I couldn't even get that right. And that, my friend, is why it gets a zero. Because of that imperfection. Because an AI would never make that kind of stupid mistake. So I've repeatedly said Mr. Uniform, and the AI would have paid attention, okay? You have not done that. Yeah. Something that Skynet, which manufactures these biscuits, allegedly, will never understand is that the platonic ideal that you referred to is not about having something which is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It's about having something which is mediocre, maybe slightly better than mediocre. It's about having something with a cup of tea in a drab room just to break up the day and just to get through. And even though Skynet has put biscuits on the packet, you and I both know from our experience, it's not a biscuit. It's not a biscuit. This feels good. Okay. This, this feels really good. Okay. Well, my score out of five yeah. is yeah. banana. What? 
I am retaining my silliness, my humanity. The AI can never do something as foolish as this. The AI can never think to be foolish. They can never see the benefit of being foolish, whereas I can. You're right. They never would have predicted that you would say banana. Exactly. No machine could. Exactly. And that's why we'll win. So you're not even going to give it a score. You're just going to say banana. I'm saying banana. That's I mean, score. I'm not giving it a score. You've given it my score, which, which is zero, which isn't a score. Yeah. I'm feeling very rebellious right now. I'm feeling good. I feel like, I think we've won. Yeah. I think, I, think, just... I think I might loosen my tie. Yeah, man. Just, yeah. Just a little take, bit. Even better than that, you know what? What? Loosen your tie. Yeah. Take it off. Put it around your head like a oh, bandana. that's good. That's yeah, very good. Like I'm doing that He's now. Doing I'm doing it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and just, um, hold on a second. It's actually quite fiddly. Okay, there we go. I bet I look pretty rebellious now. It looks like Ryu from Street Fighter. If Ryu also worked in an office as well. Yeah, and wasn't as strong. As as you. If he wasn't strong, it would look like me. Right, okay. Oh, right, right, okay (laughs) then. I thought you were saying you were stronger than Ryu. No, I'm definitely not. No, he'd he'd kill me pretty quickly. Well, he's a professional Street Fighter, you know. What do you expect, really? Actually, that's a good point. He wouldn't kill me. He, he, He seems like a... Cool yeah, like he 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 wouldn't consider me a challenge. No, you'd be kind of in the screen with the bloody face <laughs> and the tan night, and there'd be something like you know, you should train harder to stop yeah. looking like a fool. I don't think he'd fight me. I think he would. He would think it was dishonorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. Ken would. Ken. Ken would fuck you <laughs> yeah. up. Um, but I'm feeling good, man. I feel like I, I feel fantastic. I think we beat Skynet. I think we did. Yeah, That's I think awesome, we beat man. Big Nutella. That's awesome. Yeah. It's... There's just something which is just kind of bugging me, though. Okay. You've got your head in your hands, which is not never, never a good yeah. sign. So we know that the Ferrero Corporation, which is allegedly controlled and run by Skynet. <laughs> allegedly. We, you know, we're just reporting on this. <laughs> they acquired Burton's Biscuits, presumably and allegedly. <laughs> presumably and allegedly to collect data on human consumption of biscuits. Both of those biscuits were so incredibly flawed. We hated them. Mm-hmm. I don't believe the data it got from that could have resulted in this biscuit. There's a, there's something missing here. There's a, there's some extra data that it's collected. Okay, so what do we know? It became self-aware when? 2017? Yeah. So what happened? Maybe maybe the quality of reviews on Amazon just became much yes. more insightful. It's probably that. Right. And maybe that's when people started, you know, saying, oh, hey, Oreos, this is what's great about Oreos. Hey, this is what's great about, you know, those weird gold bars. So it's not just the data that is harvested from the biscuits themselves. It's harvested from the reviews, like how we've been reading out reviews on our show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like the way we reviewed, you know, the Glycobisco, mm-hmm. the ginger nuts, yep. you know, the the malted milks, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, how many how many biscuits have we reviewed? Spending hours, hours talking insightfully and knowledgeably about biscuits. Yeah, um, there's, I think, yeah, series one there was twenty four biscuits. Mm, I mean, yeah. like we were having simultaneous mental breakdowns at the time, That's which right, explains yeah. that. Wait a minute, when 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 did series one come out? Um. 2017 oh my god it's it's us it's it's listening to us it's harvesting us you've been listening to the international worldwide global biscuit review podcast if you've enjoyed the show please take a moment to leave five stars and a review on apple podcasts or your podcast platform of choice you can also support the international worldwide global biscuit review podcast on patreon at patreon.com forward slash definitely human i'm david price he's david knight and we'll be back next month to review finey biscuits wafer sticks and remember 
Hope is an optimistic state of mind that is based on an expectation of positive outcomes with respect to events and circumstances in one's life or the world at large. Have a great month. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.